Hi there, I'm Diego Villegas, and welcome to the Amplifying Persistence podcast. This podcast serves as a platform for college students to share their stories, navigating through institutions of higher education. Today, we will be talking with Brian Tao. Brian has just recently graduated from San Jose State University and majored in software engineering. As a first-gen student and only child, Brian had to persist on his own during his college application process. Once at San Jose State, he was able to create his community through student organizations, some which he created himself. Through these organizations and other programs, he was able to discover his passions and is now one step closer to acquiring a full-time job offer. Now, on to my conversation with Brian. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks, Diego. How are you? I'm good, too. Um, Great. So let's get started. So could you introduce yourself to us? Could you maybe tell us where you go to school, what grade you're in, what you're majoring in, anything like that to kick us off? Yeah, definitely. So my name is Brian. Um, I live in San Jose and I go to San Jose State University. I'm majoring in software engineering, currently in my fourth year. And um, yeah, excited to be here today. Well, uh, could you tell me why you're interested in majoring in software engineering? Yeah, um, I've always been very STEM oriented. I really enjoy like clear cut analytical subjects that have correct answers and low ambiguity. So something like software engineering definitely reflects that. And it also brings in a creative element because it's a lot of fun to be solving complex problems and building things that you can see and use. So yeah, I just thought that was really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Did you see yourself majoring in this um, when you were applying to college? Um, Definitely not. I was actually, um, I came into college undeclared. Um, Well, not undeclared, but general engineering. So I knew I wanted to do something with engineering. I actually thought I was initially going to go into mechanical, but I had this class in, in my very first semester where we were doing a robot project. And there were two teams, a hardware and a software team. And I was on the software team. And I had a lot of fun like coding the robot to make it do like a follow a beacon and you know sense everything around it and you know basically fulfill the goals. So um, I just thought that was really cool. And after that semester, then I changed my major formally to software engineering. And here I am. That's really cool. What class is it? Um, it was called like Engineering 10, but I think the English name is just like general or, or like introduction to engineering. Yeah. Well, that's really cool. So how was your experience applying to college? I would say it was pretty confusing. Um, as a first gen college student, I didn't have and I don't have any brothers or sisters either. So I didn't really have anyone to reach out to if I had questions on like how do I apply to a school? What documents do I need? What information? How can I write a good personal statement? So a lot of that stuff was very new to me. And um, yeah, I just uh, was pretty confused and had to reach out to perhaps my friends or just spend a lot of time looking online, trying to figure out how do I do this or how do I do that? How do I find these documents? So yeah. What aspects did you find the most confusing? 
I would say um, navigating the website was definitely a challenge. I feel like a lot of college websites can be not that user-friendly and San Jose State was no exception. They have a lot of links. And for example, on like my portal um, as a student, there's so many links on the homepage and I have not clicked on like 90% of them. So it's just a lot of extra fluff that just confuses me from doing what I need to do. Um, another thing was probably um, picking the classes that I had for, well, I don't know if this is part of the application process, but I would say just like starting out as like a college freshman, I didn't really know what to pick, um, you know, to plan for like the rest of my college, make sure I'm doing what I need uh, to be doing and to graduate in timely manner. So that was also pretty confusing. Yeah, apart from your friends or uh, peers to support you, did you also have like counselors or any like formal relationships to support you with the college application process? Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought that up. I actually forgot to mention. Um, so in my high school, uh, Mount Pleasant High School in San Jose, then they actually had this program called the East Side uh, Spartan program or the East Side Promise. And basically um, my high school actually had pretty low college rates, I think. So they were really trying to boost those. So they offered that program to help um, people who were applying to SJSU, which was very common for uh, a high school so nearby. Um, it was helpful for us to like uh, walk us through the application process and show us like how to navigate the website, make sure we know like where to go and where to find this stuff. Um, so that was actually very helpful in like giving me the knowledge that I needed in order to do like a smooth application. Um, so yeah. yeah um, what factors influence your decision to end up going to SJSU or even applying? Well, I, since I live in San Jose, then SJSU is, you know, within commuting distance for me. Um, I heard it was a pretty good school for engineering as well. And as a part of the CSU system, which is public, then it wasn't nearly as expensive as private alternatives. Yeah. Um, is there any support that you wish you received applying to college? I wish I had someone who was maybe like one to two years older than me, who was also going to SJSU for engineering because I would have really appreciated having them as a resource to ask any questions about um, the application process, about picking my classes, and um, even what professors they recommended. Yeah, thank you. Um, speaking of that, how was the transition from high school to college like for you? Yeah, um, I often say that college was kind of like high school part two for me. I feel like um, since I didn't go to a school where I needed to move into the dorms. And since it was nearby in San Jose, then actually a lot of my high school friends also ended up going to SJSU. So I was, you know, living, still living at home, commuting to school and going to school with the same people that I had known in high school. So in that aspect, it was a lot similar to high school. Um, I would guess the biggest difference was probably the workload um, and I guess the teaching style, uh, I feel like college was definitely a little bit more, um, difficult because just like they expect you to be more independent and the workload is heavier. But, um, after I got used to that change, then it did feel a lot like high school. 
in all uh, other aspects. Yeah. Um, what was the most shocking thing that you found? I guess, um, you know, I'm not sure. A lot of the things um, were not that different from high school. I'm not sure. I, I don't know what was shocking. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was just like normal high school experience or similar to your high school experience. Um, but academically, how did you start off? Um, would you say it was, you mentioned it was like, it was different than high school. Could you elaborate a little bit more on that? Yeah, I think um, the workload was a little bit heavier. Um, but overall, the, and the teaching style was also different. Um, being in a class that was so large, it was difficult for me to reach out to the professor if I had any questions. Whereas in high school, you know, you're in a class of maybe like 20, 30. It's a lot easier to get one-on-one -on -one help. But especially as a freshman, when you're taking your GEs, um, there's a lot of people that are taking those. So you can be in classes of like um, 70 people or even upwards of 100. So it was a lot more difficult to get that support. But um, I've always been very academically driven. So, you know, I can do my homework. I can turn in stuff on time. So in that aspect, it was pretty similar. Yeah. Um, what did you like about your classes? I guess um, I liked that for GEs, it was a good chance to experience um, different subjects. Although something that I initially was confused about was I thought college would be the point where, you know, you pick your major and you get to dive deep into like this particular subject. So in high school, you know, you have to take all these different subjects. I thought in college, you would just be able to focus on one. So if I don't like like English, then I don't have to take any English classes. But it definitely wasn't like that. They still you know, have um, a breadth of knowledge rather than just a depth in one subject, which I initially I didn't like, but it also gave me the ex experience in like, um, I took this psychology class in maybe my first or second semester. And I had never taken any psychology classes before, but it was actually really, really interesting. And at that point, I was like, well, this is super cool. Maybe I want to do psychology instead of engineering. But um, I stuck with engineering and um, I don't regret it. Yeah. That's cool. Um, did you ever consider taking anything else than engineering throughout your time in college? It was difficult for me to pick my um, major initially just because I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, so yeah once I got ex um, exposed to like software in my first semester then that was why I went into it but aside from that um, and picking between software and like mechanical engineering then I didn't really explore any other um, careers outside of engineering although I had this class a couple semesters ago and it was human computer interaction and even though the class was, you know, super late at night, it was like 6 to 9 p.m. And the professor was like <laughs> super boring. So sorry. But he was just droning, droning on. But I still found the content to be super interesting. And um, that introduced me to the field of UX design, which is basically, you know, designing websites, making sure they're um, user friendly. And, you know, I, feel, I felt like it was the perfect combination of analytical and 
um, creativity. So actually, that was something that I was really interested in going into. And I started exploring it more uh, last semester. Although since my background isn't in UX design or human factors or whatnot, then, and I'm about to graduate, you know, from four years in software engineering, I don't want to throw that away quite yet and, you know, look for a job in UX. But um, yeah, I'm definitely keeping my options uh, open for the future if UX is something that I still want to pursue. Uh, could you explain a little bit what UX design is? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So UX design is, um, like I mentioned a little bit earlier, it was, you know, designing websites. Um, well, not just websites, but I guess any technology. Um, you can start out with uh, user research. So you'll talk to the people who will be using the product, figure out what do they like about the product, what they don't like, um, show them, you know, a prototype, uh, have them use it and just kind of observe and uh, see what insights you can find from that. And based on your research, then you can develop some features or rework them to make them more user-friendly. And um, then, yeah, pass that on to like the engineers who will implement those, those features that you've designed. Yeah, um, yeah I like it a lot because um, like I mentioned, the, a great balance between analytical and creativity. Yeah, that's super cool. Did you have any support from like your counselors or anything um, to maybe help you find these sorts of courses or also just like fulfilling your, G your general ad requirements? Um, I was part of this club called Mesa Engineering Program. And um, I joined in, I think my first semester of college. And um, yeah, initially I just joined because I wanted something nice to put on my resume, you know, engineering program. But um, over the years, it has become um, useful to me, especially in my early semesters when I was still not sure how to plan out my classes for the rest of my four years. But um, I had some meetings with their counselors and they helped me figure out, you know, what classes I should take, um, when I should take them, and even like how to figure out what professors are good. Because uh, as an engineering program, their counselors were actually um, uh, upper level students, so juniors and seniors who were also in engineering or computer science. So they had, you know, gone through what I'm about to go through and thus were able to like guide me and help me plan that out. So, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I remember we were talking about how you did, you felt like when you were applying to college, you didn't have that support. Um, mm -hmm. That's really great yeah. that you were able to find that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, did you find any other communities at San Jose State or any other clubs that sort of formed that community for you? Yeah, um, uh, I think in spring of 2019, I was a founding member of this club, Hong Kong Student Association at my college. Um, I started it with a couple of my friends who, uh, so I bumped into him at like a conference and it was just by chance. Uh, we became friends in like our very first year of college because we had a math class and just happened to sit next to each other. So um, yeah, we were pretty close then, but we kind of fell apart and uh, just didn't talk that much. And so when we found each other at that conference, then he was like, dude, how are you? And he told me about this club that he was starting. So I was at the time actually looking to build some leadership opportunities to include in my resume. 
And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Even though that was the first time that I was ever joining a club. I had never even been a member of any, much less an officer. So it was very new to me, but I wanted to, um, you know, experience that. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And it was a lot of fun to be part of a club that was so new. Uh, there was definitely a lot of work to do, but I feel like I learned a lot. And eventually I became the president of the club and still currently am. And um, yeah, I feel like it's been super valuable in terms of like learning leadership, team building, teamwork, communication and all that, which is something that I had never really experienced outside of like a school project. And this is definitely something that was more long term because school projects, they may last like a couple of weeks up to a semester, but usually not beyond that. This is, you know, a multi-semester thing. So yeah, it was pretty fun. And I made a lot of friends as well. That's cool. Um, what work did you do in that club? Yeah, I would say HKSA was, um, HKSA is primarily a socially focused club. So we'll hold events to um, bring people together and just hang out and have fun. Um, usually our events are game-based. So, you know, we'll invite people to play some, you know, card games. When things were in person, we would have um dim sum lunches together um now that things are completely like virtual then we'll have some games online but um yeah it's mostly social and we aim to like bring the community of hong kongers together yeah sjsu although um we don't limit it to anyone who's like asian if you want to join then feel free to yeah the more the merrier yeah that's really cool what was that experience like for you being in a leadership position it was definitely very different from um, anything I, that I had done before. Um, I would say the closest thing was in my team projects. Um, since I like being uh, academically driven, then I'll always want to do things on time and do a good job of it so that I can get a good grade. And I'm sure, you know, like in school projects, you've always got slackers and stuff like that. So I've kind of become like the de facto leader in a lot of my group projects when other people wouldn't step up and we needed someone to keep us on track. So beyond that, I had never really had any leadership positions until HKSA. And it was definitely different because I didn't have experience working with a team that would be coming with me across multiple semesters. So usually if um, I'm in a school project and someone's like slacking, then you know, if I can't get them to do the work, then it's like, whatever, you know, I, I'm not going to see them after this. I'm not going to work with them after this. So it's whatever. But with a club like this, it's really important to um, resolve these conflicts because otherwise there's going to be bad blood between you and them. And, you know, eventually that'll spread to the rest of the club. So it's really important and pretty um, illuminating. I, you might say that I was able to, uh, work on my conflict resolution and my leadership and my team building. Do you feel accomplished with the work that you've done at the Hong Kong Student Union? Um, I would say yes, overall. Um, I was actually thinking that our first semester was the semester that we accomplished the most stuff. Um, although I wasn't uh, president at the time, but we held some pretty big events. Um, in particular, we had a night market in which we collaborated with six or seven other Asian student um, clubs. 
and had a night market style um, event where we would you know host booths and sell food from our respective cultures so we would have you know vietnamese food chinese food um, filipino food and so on and it was a lot of fun and um, definitely a challenge because we were planning to do everything in one semester but usually a scale, an organization like um, an event of that scale would definitely take at least two semesters to plan and make sure all the paperwork is in line we have permissions for everything so it was definitely a challenge to speed things up but we really wanted to get get it out that semester so it was a lot of fun yeah, yeah that's amazing um how did you manage being so involved in um these organizations and having school work as well i think it helped that i had um, some credits from ap classes back in high school and i also took some summer classes um, i think i did that for two summers in a row so that allowed me to take like 12 units per semester rather than the typical 16 which definitely lightened my workload i also think that hksa in general probably wasn't as much work um, starting from like the second semester on because we weren't able to have um, super big um, events because um, just the night market, the first semester, that was really fun. But afterwards, um, we, we couldn't make it work because, you know, they're like the school, they, they're like, no, you need to make sure you get everything in order. So we took our time planning that, but weren't able to roll it out because of um, coronavirus, unfortunately. But yeah, I would say the workload definitely was lessened. Yeah, that's really good. Um, what have you enjoyed the most about the organizations that you were a part of? I would say the sense of community and the friendships that I've made. Um, a lot of the officers of HKSA I've become very close with. and even like um, though we've changed, you know, officer boards, some of them have moved on to different clubs or have um, just not been a part of a club anymore, then uh, I still feel very close to all of them, both the past uh, officer board and the current one. So I'm very grateful for that. Um, for MESA engineering program, I also feel grateful that they, I was able to get support from them to, um, you know, guide me through my college journey even though i was new and you know very unsure of what classes i should pick how i should do things and there's also another club or rather a class i suppose that i didn't mention it's called braven and um, it's a career accelerating and leadership focused uh, program so i took it last semester and it's been super valuable in helping me learn like um, networking, resume writing, cover letter writing, um, uh, applying to jobs, how to make myself like a strong candidate. So yeah, I feel like it taught me a lot of important soft skills that I was lacking before. Could you tell me about how you found Raven? Yeah, definitely. So um, in MESA engineering program, in one of the counseling sessions that I had with a uh, older student, she mentioned that um, she had taken this class, Braven, and recommended it to me because I told her about how uh, uncertain I was about um, my professional soft skills because networking, socializing wasn't, wasn't my strong suit. 
So um, after hearing that, she suggested that I take that. And um, so that was what I found out about it. Uh, how have they supported you with your professional career or starting to build your professional career? I would say um, in addition to the soft skills um, that I mentioned that I learned uh, throughout taking their course through SGSU, they also offered this professional mentor program that I was um, partaking in this semester. Um, the program is basically you sign up and they'll find you a mentor who's a professional, prefer preferably in your industry. And you guys will have 12 weeks to um, connect, have weekly one-on-one -on -one meetings, and they'll basically coach you through whatever you, whatever you want. So for me, I focused on like resume writing, um, cover letter writing, uh, perfecting my LinkedIn, and also interviewing for like the behavioral part of interviews. Um, my mentor, her name is Jamie. Um, she, yeah, she's awesome. Shout out to Jamie. But um, yeah, she actually was not in my field in software engineering. So we had the chance to focus on a lot of the other softer skills, like, uh, like the ones I mentioned earlier, resume and cover letter and networking and so on. And it was also super valuable because she helped me, um, I guess, build my confidence because I kind of felt like um, I didn't, I wasn't ready for like a full-time job. Like I had gone through these four years. I've kind of learned like the theory behind software engineering and like the design and stuff like that. But I never really, you know, gone out and done the work. I've had internships, but it's not as intense as like a full-time job. So I wasn't sure if that was something I could do, but she always, you know, pushed me to be confident and uh, be proud of my skills. And it assured me that, you know, whenever you apply to a job and you don't hear back, it's normal. They have, you know, hundreds of thousands of applications. They can't get back to everyone. But same thing for you. You know, it's a numbers game. You just got to send out as many as you can. And all you need is that one yes. So, Yeah, thank you. Um, could you tell me maybe how, about how they've helped you discover what you're passionate about? Yeah, um, I would say Braven. They also host some... Uh, Braven also hosts some events once in a while and they'll be focused around various topics like um, leadership, about finance, and also to explore different careers. Um, earlier this semester, they hosted a UX, uh, they hosted like a UX workshop with Google. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, I was interested in UX. So this was definitely a very exciting opportunity for me. And so I took part in the program and it was really great because I got to learn about the process of UX design, what it's like to do it in you know, the day-to-day -day of a job, and also um, what kind of fields there are in UX because it's pretty broad. So it, Google, uh, as a very large company, they're able to spread it up into like UX writing, UX research, UX design, or program management. So it was really interesting to be able to learn about the discipline and learn about, you know, just the whole scope of it. And they culminated in a UX design challenge hosted by Google, in which we were tasked with uh, redesigning a garage sale app. And um, so we were expected to do some user research, um, design some wireframes and mockups of what the products might look like, and then present it to the panel of uh, Google judges as we documented our process.
And it, that was a really great experience. Um, I learned a lot and I actually was one of the winners of the competition. So that was really cool. Yeah, do you have any like final reflections on Raven and the support that they've given you? I would say in general, Raven has definitely been a valuable experience. Um, it was nice to have that accountability to learn like the soft skills that I needed to succeed in my career, such as like networking, which is probably something that I never would have practiced if it wasn't for Raven, just because I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to go out to a conference and talk to people. But they hosted like a networking night and we got to have some like mock interviews with some professionals. And then it was actually really fun. Um, yeah, I would say um, definitely it was a nice experience and I'm grateful to be part of their network. That's great. Um, maybe, or um, have you, have they helped you get a job yet for after college or are you still working on that? Yeah, I'm still working on finding a full-time position. Um, throughout the professional mentor program, um, Jamie, she's pushed me to apply to a bunch of jobs. Uh, last couple of weeks ago, she was like, all right, this is you know the final stretch. I want you to apply to like 50 jobs this week. And I'm like, oh my God, that's a lot of jobs. But I was like, okay, um, I'll make it happen because, uh, and I did. And the important thing was like, to make sure that you get a lot of offers and interviews like around the same time so that if you come out from like the other side and you'll have some offers to pick from versus if you find like a nice job and you apply to it but then maybe a week or two later you find another job that you're excited about and you apply to it but at that point maybe the first job they'll reach out to you and you guys will finish your whole interview session before the second job even gets back to you or finishes. And then you have to make a decision, you know, do I accept this job or do I wait to maybe see, hear back from the other job? And so, yeah, um, it was just nice having that accountability to really push myself. Yeah, thank you. Could you tell me about how COVID has impacted your college experience? I would say COVID... Um, overall, it's actually been all right. Um, I don't mind having classes online and recorded because it, I actually really like having the recordings to look back over. Um, I find it very useful to, you know, if I miss something during a lecture, then it's super helpful to be able to go back and hear the professor go over the concept again, because it can definitely be difficult to take notes, you know, in real time. So, yeah. Another thing is that um, I'm glad I don't have to, you know, spend time getting ready, go commuting, and also paying for parking because that's super expensive. So I definitely don't mind that. But I also miss having, like, the interaction because, um, like, for example, this semester, I have two friends who happen to be in one of my classes. Like, we didn't plan it. We just happened to take the same class in the same section. But the bad thing is, like, you know, since we're not in person, I don't even get to enjoy being in the same class as them. But otherwise, you know, we'd be able to sit together. So that's something that I miss. Um, but yeah, overall, the learning experience has been fine. Um, I don't mind watching lectures online. Um, yeah. Yeah, you brought up being a commuter student. Um, and I forgot to ask you about that before. Could you tell me about how that experience was for you commuting to school? 
Definitely. I think commuting has been um, earlier. I mentioned how SJSU was kind of like high school part two. And definitely being a commuter was a big part of that. I think the dorm experience was um, the dorm experience is very important to I guess your college experience because you know it's unique. It's something that you know you'll never forget for the rest of your life, as people say. But um, yeah, I feel like I probably kind of missed out on that. But um, it's you know it is what it is. Uh, commuting at the very least, it's saved me a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Would you say you miss some aspects of the like college experience? Like, do you regret anything? Um, I would definitely say that I did miss out on um, the college experience. At least, you know, living with new people that you don't know, making friends, being able to, I guess, hang out with people like pretty much twenty four seven. Yeah, so I definitely missed out on that. I don't know if I would say I regret it or not because. College housing is low key a scam because it's so so expensive. Um, and you know, if I was living there when I could be living at home, then I would feel bad about like wasting, so to speak, that money. But um, yeah, it's a trade off between the experience and the money. You might say it's like a once in a lifetime thing, so it's worth it. But that's for everyone to decide for themselves. Yeah, definitely. That's a really good point that you brought up. Um, but now that everything's online, <laughs> you get to stay at home. Um, how was that transition for you going to online learning? Yeah, I would say it's it's been fine. Um, like I mentioned, uh, I don't really mind watching lectures online, especially uh, having the access to recordings has been super valuable to me. Um, um, yeah, I suppose it has been a little bit more difficult to be attentive because um, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have a tendency to you know, go on my phone while the lecture is going on, especially if the camera doesn't have to be on. Then I don't have to be, feel bad about like, oh, no, the professor knows I'm not paying attention. But um, yeah, I'll try to you know, pay attention and take notes. But um, I, I will say it's a little bit easier to get distracted. Yeah, definitely. I relate to that too. Um, so overall, you would say that you like having online classes? Yeah, I would say I like it overall. Um, the recordings, I think, are more valuable than um, having to, you know, go into class and take notes live only, because in live lectures, there's no nothing to go back on. Like if you miss something, then you'll have to ask a question. And personally, I'm not super comfortable with that. I don't like interrupting lecture. But yeah. Yeah. How would you say that your, how would you, or like, what do you think of your school's response to the pandemic? Mm -hmm. I suppose it was all right. Um, I think the, so when the pandemic was first, um, when the pandemic first hit, then SJSU, we started off with, I believe it was one or two weeks off from school as they tried to figure out the scope of this problem and what they needed to do next. Um, after that, then it was announced that classes would be going completely online and um, we would be using Zoom and having lectures pre-recorded or um, recorded live. So 
overall, I feel like it was it was all right. Um, the biggest complaint I have is that in the first semester of um, COVID, then a lot of the teachers and students um, being new to Zoom and new to online learning, it was definitely um, a tricky transition. But I think SJSU was pretty accommodating in that they allowed us to turn our grades from like a letter grade to credit or no credit. So instead of, you know, being worried that, damn, I have a C here, so it's going to bring down my GPA, you can just change it to credit, no credit. So uh, whether someone gets an A or a C, you know, you'll pass. But if you have like an A and you want to keep that good grade, then you can also keep that. So I think that was pretty flexible of them. And that was something that I liked. Yeah, that's really good. Did you take advantage of that opportunity? Um, I was going to, but surprisingly, I managed to clutch the semester with all A's. So I, I ended up not doing it. Oh my God, that's great. Uh, do you feel like you were supported overall enough um, by your professors, by your peers, by your school? I would say um, most of my professors overall, um, they were fine. Um, I would say this semester, I have this one class. Um, it's about computer networking and it's a technical elective. So meaning it's only for seniors and it's meant to be like a last year class. So it's pretty challenging. Um, one complaint I have about that is that it's um, so computer networking, we're using like Raspberry Pis, um, which if you're not familiar, are like basically mini computers and we're simulating a network. So we're using like technologies like um, Secure Shell, which is to connect to other machines remotely from your own machine. So then you can go on and um, control it while you're like at home. And the thing about that is that it's very new to me. And uh, he mentioned that it's been different from previous semesters that were in person, but um, I'm not sure how different because I haven't taken a class before, but I guess my main complaint is that he hasn't been very accommodating in like the pandemic. I think um, he hasn't, the pandemic has only go, been going on for like, I think this is the third semester technically, if you'll say that March, 2020 was the first one. So um, definitely it's been challenging and I think my professor hasn't been super accommodating, but that's just a personal complaint I have just for him. But overall, it's, it's been fine. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Do you feel like you had an impact on your professional opportunities or like looking past college? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure because um, I would say that due to COVID, I've heard that there's the job market is smaller. Um, I personally cannot confirm because I don't know enough about it, but that's what I've heard. I'm not sure how it's affected software because for software, um, people have always been able to work remotely. You know, it's working online, you're just building code. So you don't really need to be in person um, and you can still have, you know, video conference meetings. So I feel like software is probably not that impacted by COVID, but um, yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure. Cool, yeah. Um... Being a first-gen student, how do you feel about potentially not having like an additional in-person graduation? Personally, I'm actually totally okay with it. I don't really care about the graduation ceremony at all because I 
in my experience, um, let's say, for example, high school graduation, I thought it was super long, super boring. And uh, I wouldn't say a waste of my time, but it was like way longer <laughs> than I needed it to be. And for college, it's just going to be way longer and way more tiring because there's just so many, so many more people. So, um, yeah, I don't really mind that. And I don't need like that graduation to be like proud of myself and be like, wow, I did these four years. You know? Yeah. So the graduation is not super important for me. Yeah. Thank you. In a reflection of like your four years in college, what have you enjoyed the most by your college experience? I would say it's um, definitely the social life that I've had. Um, in high school, I was pretty introverted. So throughout pretty much freshman year until junior year, then I kind of just went to school, went to my classes, came home, did some homework, and you know I would play video games or whatever, and then rinse and repeat. So if you'll notice, I didn't mention I would do any extracurriculars or hang out with friends because I didn't until senior year when I had this tutoring job in the library and I would, you know, teach like math or chemistry or whatever. And I had some friends in there who were also, you know, same grade as me and they were teaching some other subjects or um, math as well, I suppose. And um, so, yeah, I became really close with them and we were good friends for a couple of years. And um, that was, I suppose, where I really started branching out and making more friends. And in high school, in uh, college, then I also really enjoyed that as well. Um, throughout the club, through my classes, I was able to make some really good friends. And um, hanging out with them was super fun. And yeah, I would say that's the most memorable thing, the most enjoyable. That's great. Thank you. What are your, what are your goals for, for the near future? I'd say the upcoming one is probably to land a full-time job. Um, I'm still in the process of looking and I've had some interviews with some companies that I'm excited about. Um, and some of them I'm still waiting to hear back from. But um, yeah, first thing would be to find a full-time job. Maybe after that, it depends on whether I'm happy with like software engineering. Maybe I'd like to explore UX design, as I mentioned earlier. But um, we'll have to see how software pans out first. And I guess beyond that, on like a more general scope, then I kind of just want to like make an impact in the world. I, I've heard that it's, you can be forgotten in as little as three generations. And that was something that really, that was like a quote that really st stuck out to me because I'm thinking, and I don't even know like the names or the faces of my great grandparents. So I don't know, that's just pretty shocking. You know, it, it's not even that long ago. So yeah, I guess just to give my life a little bit more meaning instead of being like, I was here and then I died. And, you know, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, and sort of as a final question, um, what does college mean to you? I'd say college, um, taking a quote, or paraphrasing from Elon Musk, um, college is a place where you, you know, prove that you can do your homework and you can have fun, but it's not necessarily a place that you need if you want to like learn to do something. Um, I would say through college, through my classes, 
I've kind of realized that it's not for me because I'm a very hands-on learner. But college is all about, you know, book knowledge, um, you know, studying. But I really need to be learning by doing. That's how I can best learn. So that's why after college, I feel like I'm not super prepared for a job in the real world. If I had the chance to go back, I probably would go to like some kind of technical school or trade school or like a boot camp or something. Well, maybe not a boot camp, but you know. So yeah, just something that is a little bit more hands-on than college. Yeah, because I feel like you know, learning the theory, reading a book, it was not enough to make me feel prepared. And yeah, and I still don't. I feel like that's like a big part of like. Um, I'm sure you've heard of imposter syndrome. I think I do suffer from it because, like I said, I don't feel ready for college. But I don't know. Am I? I mean, I don't feel ready for a career. But yeah, I don't know. Speaking of the imposter syndrome, did you, did you experience it during college at all?、Um, I would say I'm experiencing it right now because as I'm you know looking through job descriptions, trying to find a full time role, then. Off, I'll often wonder, like, am I actually qualified for this? Because they'll list out maybe like seven to ten responsibilities or requirements for the job, and I've I've heard that you know they're not looking for a unicorn who can, who is like super great at every single one of those. But maybe you just need like to be solid in like three or f- three to five of them, and you know you should be sufficient to qualify. But um. So、yeah, whenever I see those, I'm like, okay, I know this, I know this language, I know how to do this, but I don't know the rest of these. And then I'll be like, you know what? I don't even, I'm not even qualified for this. I, if I go to this job, I won't know how to do any of these ones, and even though I may know these ones. So,、um, yeah, that's something that I've always been worried about whenever I look at a job description. And even though I've had two internships, I feel like. The workload between an internship and a real job is pretty different. So, at a real job, you're probably a lot more independent, whereas an internship, you have a lot more guidance because you have mentors, whatever, and they're probably a little bit more geared towards like learning. But、um, yeah, I just don't know if I'm prepared or not.、And、I feel like college, if they gave you more hands-on opportunities to learn, that would have been super valuable. Yeah, thank you for that, and thank you for coming on the podcast. I think we can wrap it up here. Okay, thank you so much, Diego, for having me.、Um, it was super nice talking to you.